Hey there, Perfect Movie listeners. This is Steven. The episode you're about to hear was released one year ago this month on the bonus disc, the Patreon feed of the two Gomers. Our Patreon subscribers, we call them Gomertrons, get brand new episodes of Perfect Movie each month, plus the result show for every movie and additional bonus apps depending on what level you subscribe at. Now that a year has gone by, we're releasing the main Perfect Movie episodes to this feed so the public can hear them. If you want to stay up to date and hear these episodes a year in advance, make sure you head over to patreon.com slash twogomers to subscribe to the bonus disc. And if you like what you hear, make sure you check out Overcoming Runner's Block. That's our health podcast where we chase big goals, face our excuses, and invite a nation along for the run. You can find Overcoming Runner's Block wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, here's the episode. Happy listening. Among its many accolades, Casablanca holds one particular distinction. It takes up the most spots, six, in the American Film Institute's top 100 movie quotes of all time. From number 67, of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. All the way up to number five, here's looking at you, kid. The 1944 Best Picture winner absolutely dominated the list with the closest runners-up, The Wizard of Oz and Gone with the Wind, holding three apiece, and every other movie lucky to have one. Side note, while Arnold Schwarzenegger has two quotes on the list, they are from two separate movies. Three quotes on the list are final lines in their respective movies. Rosebud and Carpe Diem, Seize the Day Boys, Make Your Lives Extraordinary being two. But Casablanca's I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, is the only one to hold one additional honor. Billy Crystal, playing one of the titular characters in a beloved 1989 Rob Reiner, Nora Ephron rom-com, dubs it the best last line of a movie ever. Look down the list 13 slots, Billy, and you'll get a little surprise. I'll have what she's having. A line from the movie that you are currently in is apparently pretty memorable too. We're the two gomers. We're talking when Harry met Sally. And this is Perfect Movie. Everybody to Perfect Movie, a podcast where two regular guys try to save the universe one great film at a time. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, joined as always by my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Did I pronounce that right? Casablanca or is it Casablanca? I Casablanca? always thought it was Casablanca. 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 I say Casablanca. <laughs> Here she is, just right away. We can't, we can't keep her from jumping in. Uh, our guest, you know her from Hello. the It's Too Bleepin' Hot episode of Runner's yeah. Block. Also a, yes. a podcaster in her own right, The Blue Dot. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Graylin Porter is here. And you mentioned just now that you've never seen no. Casa 
Casablanca. I've never Casablanca. seen it. Casablanca. Okay, no, me neither. Never seen it. I have not seen it either. Yeah. Dang. I know. It, it's not great. <laughs> I mean, it's. I need to just watch it. Wait, you mean the movie's not great, or it's not great that no, you haven't watched it? No, it's not great. It. It's not great that okay. I haven't watched it. It's Big like, like, coming in hot, coming in hot right off the top. <laughs> I haven't seen it, stuff. and it's not good. No, I've never <laughs> seen it, and I probably should. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. I should see it too. Yeah, we did it in orchestra, oh. to like the year before COVID. Okay, mm-hmm. or maybe two. I don't remember a couple of years ago, and so I hadn't watched it either. And I sat down to watch it so I could study my bassoon part. Really cool orchestra music and i was like this movie is so good okay. and then we oh, wow. lived with okay. it for a couple of rehearsals and mm-hmm. played it and i was like this is so perfect okay. like it is so it should be so an good. anthony's choice sometime mm. yeah that would get me to watch it for sure yeah yeah okay casablanca and we'll have graylin come back <laughs> I think we should we should do it. That would probably get me to watch it. I'll be honest, I probably won't watch it if I don't have that. <laughs> well, that's how it works on this show, right? I just right. I don't know what it is about it. I I mean, I just I'm wrong. I'm sure it's great. The black and whiteness, the oldness. I feel I like, like it's not gonna stuff. be relatable at all to me. Huh. Okay. Okay. In sure. my yeah. life. It just yeah. doesn't feel like I'll feel anything for it, which is wrong, I'm sure. It's totally wrong. <laughs> I mean, Nora Ephron apparently loves it, right? I mean, so what is the movie that she puts in Sleepless in Seattle? That feels very similar, right? Oh, um, Um, An Affair to Remember. Right. I haven't seen that either. Yeah. I haven't seen Sound of Music. (laughs) You You haven't seen what? That's crazy. I haven't seen Sound of Music. (laughs) I actually don't like Sound of Music that much, but I just feel like that's crazy that you haven't seen it. I know. That's what I do, right? I play music. Yeah. I sing in solfege. Right. Although they mm-hmm. sing it wrong. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, si, do. It shouldn't be ti, do. Ti is mm-hmm. wrong. Really? I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Tea, a drink with jam and bread. The French solfege is a C, not T. I, I respect yeah. Sound of Music, of course, but it's just not my thing. Yeah. We lived in Vienna when mm. I was young in Austria and always went to Salzburg. Where, mm. <laughs> where I, sound I don't music like movie musicals. <laughs> You're fired. Okay, we're totally, Hang up. We're no. together on that. Hang up. I love How musicals. I, I love musicals. I don't like movie musicals. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's like well, I can't remember what we were watching recently where they started singing. Oh, like, like the new Les Mis with Hugo Jackman or Hugh Jackman? Oh, Hugo. What? Hugo. <laughs> That's Jackman. a musical. <laughs> What are you talking about? You're surprised that huge. What? He's good. (laughs) Anyway, we we can. Did you watch Anthony? Did you watch that Muppets? um, The Muppets haunted mansion. Maybe maybe that's what it was, and that's like it it felt like that to me. Like, oh man, I'm I'm not. This isn't what I wanted. Because here's the thing: when you're watching, I'm totally with you, Graylin. When you're watching a movie Mm -hmm. musical, or a musical, but a movie musical. The plot stops for five mm-hmm. minutes. It just no, doesn't right? work. It doesn't right. work. No, you're, you guys Mm-mm. are, the. it's the opposite of this. The song no. works to move the plot forward quickly. Mm-mm. That's no, why. No, it stops. No, you got, this is absolute. Just, uh, I'm, so, I'm literally mad you're, right now. You're the reason so why musicals work <laughs> is because that song accelerates the plot. It, yeah. it yeah. does so much work. 
Mm -hmm. All right. Anyways, we're here today to talk about. I know what you mean. Yeah, I I get it. I got it. Okay. Okay. You can do a plot development dump in a song. Yes. That's what I mean. That is true. That is true. Yep. Um, Okay. Okay. But there's no, there's, is there, there is a little bit of singing in When Harry Met Sally. If you're yeah, feeling Harry sad Connick. and lonely, lonely. <laughs> call me. Don't be afraid to just phone me. Call me and I'll be around. I think the dialogue is so musical, like the rhythm mm, of the, mm-hmm. the movie, yes. like the way they talk is so musical through the right. whole mm-hmm. entire movie. It's just yeah. so perfect. Okay, that would be yeah. up there. We're, we're with with evidences in that it's a movie that you can have on in the background any any day. You Absolutely. know what I mean? You could fall asleep mm-hmm. to it. You could actually pay attention to it. It's it's up there with a Sorkin, you know, kind of thing where you can just mm-hmm. have it on in the background, and it is like music. It it did remind totally. me of Sorkin. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um. So when Harry met Sally is the movie today. We invited Graylin on. Because we heard, I, th- I think I saw some posts about it or something. I was mm-hmm. like, I think Graylin really likes this movie. So I reached out to you yeah, and you said, movie. it's your favorite movie ever. In wow. stop. Yeah. Favorite movie ever. Absolutely. Wow, sweet. I stand so by that, that statement. So then we were like, we got to have Graylin. <laughs> yeah. And it's been my favorite movie since I was a kid. And I, I can't remember when I saw it for the first time, but I feel like I was too young to understand it. A hundred percent. I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've always loved it. Uh, Nineteen eighty nine, a huge. We've talked about this before. A huge movie year for me. Last Crusade, Ghostbusters oh, two, which I saw in German sure. and had to sleep on my parents' floor for a week because I was so scared. <laughs> yeah. um, Back to the Future two. What else came out? I'm just looking at the. Yeah, well, okay. I actually marked this on the Gomer one sheet. Listen, mm-hmm. to, listen to this. Okay, well, first of all, Batman came out the week yeah. before this. And oh wow! Okay, that was like crucial for 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 me. I mean, that was one of my favorite first movie scores. Danny Elfman. Well, listen to this. It's like sequels. It's like the summer of sequels. We've got okay, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, Ghostbusters two, Back to the Future two, Star Trek five, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation comes out this year. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great stuff. Uncle Buck, Turner and Hooch, Honey, I Shrunk wow. the Kids. I saw a lot of these movies in the theater. Parenthood. I love oh, Parenthood. Parenthood. Hallelujah. Love it. Best performance so by Keanu Reeves in a film. <laughs> well, come on. It's good. It's great. Everything he does is great. Except for Speed, maybe. <laughs> oh, Speed. There's Speed's something special about that Speed well, performance. Harry Ooh. Sally. Well, maybe, maybe we just have Graylin on for every episode from <laughs> the, now on. I love how Dennis Hopper holds the phone across. <laughs> because you have to see, you have to see that that one yeah. hand is mutilated or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Why are you holding the phone with that hand, dude? Just Every use time. your other hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Totally. I was going to say, big, mo- big movie year, but I do not think I saw When Harry Met Sally in the theater. But I definitely I, did not because I was four or five. Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, Graylin. I think I saw it too young. Yeah, definitely. To understand what was going on. But I still loved it. Like, I still loved it. Would you, what, At what age would you show your kids this movie? I don't know that they'd be that interested. I, mine definitely have not seen it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
I probably like, I would let him watch it if they were 12 or 13, probably. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I th- have I shared this before? I think I'm way more uncomfortable than them. Mm-hmm. Right. Watching movies like this together. Yeah. Um, what would happen? What would you do during the orgasms? Well, just fast forward it. I think so. I think just I'd be so uncomfortable. It. I'd fast forward right. that scene. I yeah. just this is a side story, but I my mom is like a huge movie buff, and she would take us to movies that we probably shouldn't be taken sure. to in the theater. And mm-hmm. we went to see Jerry Maguire uh-huh. in the theater, and mm-hmm. I remember yeah. the beginning of that mm-hmm. was like really uncomfortable as a kid. But I don't yeah. remember how old I was. But that one sticks well, out in my mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a- any and sex scene near your parents. It's just oh, yeah. it's the worst. <laughs> but when Harry met Sally's a little different because it's not actually a sex scene. But Right. You're right. I mean, I just remember mm-hmm. I went to March of the Penguins with my mom and there's sort of like that weird scene where the penguins are mating <laughs> and the music and stuff. And I was even like, oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is definitely I would say our randiest movie that we've done on For sure. perfect movie. Um, mm-hmm. Now, the, the, it also I think is I mean obviously we all think it's excellent, but it it, it is kind of like if you've got little kids in the house, th- this one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This one feels like your five year old probably you won't want to watch this with them, right? No. Um, but I'm glad Grayland's with us because we needed a Sally, right? This isn't when Harry oh. met Harry. We mm-hmm. needed a Sally in this conversation. Hundred percent. We're Absolutely. so glad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so glad. Great. I'm glad to be here. Um, now you can't see the Gomer One sheet, unfortunately. That's okay. Right. Um, but I think oh, yeah. we should go through the Gomer One sheet. Yeah. Then I'll yep. do the VHS cover. Uh, I would like to jump pretty quick into the. Yeah, um, let's into do the it. trial mm-hmm. because I have a lot to share. I know Graylin does. Anthony, I know mm-hmm. you probably have a lot of thoughts. For sure. All right. When Harry Met Sally, dot, 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 came out. All right, mm-hmm. hold on. Okay, yeah. here we go. Here <laughs> we go. Punctuation chat. Punctuation. I, don't, I don't think it bothers me. I'm just, I was trying to think of other movies with ellipses or even like other movies with weird. Yeah punctuation i the only one i thought of was say anything i think has dot 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 behind oh, it oh that's a great movie yeah so that's and and then i was thinking i mean i'll google this i think once upon in holly once upon a time in hollywood had an ellipses oh boo i don't want to see that, like anyway. that one Ugh. once upon well I, I got i got one for you so in doing the gomer one sheet dude uh-huh honey comma I, I shot the, the kids. kids. Mm. I like that. Yeah, I series. really like a comma. Yeah, <laughs> that's weird. I've never thought about that, honey. And is I, that's not in quotes, is it? It's a quote that he never says. By the right. way, it's not. Rick Manis never says that. It's not in quotes. Okay. Mm-mm. Um. Once upon a time. Dot. 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 In Hollywood. That's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, yeah. Airplane well, has an exclamation point. Yeah, I was trying to yep. think of the one with an exclamation point, and it's airplane. Okay. How about yeah. E dot T dot? Yeah, E dot T dot is weird <laughs> yeah. to Google. Uh-huh. I was noticing that last month. Googling totally. E dot T dot is weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm looking at a list yeah, right now. I'm, oh, I'm the sure informant with um, that has Matt Damon has an exclamation point, point. for yep. no reason. Yeah. Like, what? I know. That's weird. Oh. Hmm. Huh. 
question marks uh dude where's my car that might have a comma in it too dude comma where's my car yeah question mm-hmm. mark mm-hmm. we should add more question marks to movies like right that'd be kind of cool like big big <laughs> Uh, and, off, and you're uh, you're waiting you're off? waiting the whole time to a, find out if he's slash. big. Oh, that has yes. a slash. Face slash yeah. off. Face Excellent. slash off. What? Face off. That movie. I don't, is crazy. I don't, I don't know if I that like that. That movie's crazy. I, <laughs> we've almost done that one. <laughs> we almost that did was, totally. That was in that really great run of like Con Air, Face Off, and the one. Mm. Um, oh, that was um, like in the desert. Nick oh, Cage, Sahara. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, no, it was Nicolas Cage and John Travolta again, maybe. Oh no, that's not Nicolas Cage. John Travolta and somebody else. It was like yes. behind enemy lines. Is that yes. what, the one you're no, thinking of? No, but it's something. Okay, all right. And, and they came out at like the same time, and they were so good. <laughs> Broken Arrow. Oh uh, yeah, that's Broken it. Arrow. Broken Arrow about oh, like a, a nuclear a, yes. a nuclear missile that yes. lands in the desert and it doesn't uh, go Christian off. Christian Slater to go was the it. other guy in go. it. Christian yep. Slater, yeah. But was it called Great. Broken Arrow? Question mark. Yeah. Because <laughs> they were arrow? looking for the Broken Arrow. Totally, Les Miserables? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> Okay. Casablanca. All right. Um, so, sorry, I derailed okay. that, but okay. I, the ellipses really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually didn't know that, and I mm. and I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, that's part of the title." Super interesting, yeah. though. Yep. Okay. Release date: July twenty first, nineteen eighty nine. That's right before or after Batman. I forgot. Um, I mean, just insane to think of what movies were in the theater that summer. Mm-hmm. Budget: sixteen million dollars. According to an interview I saw on Rob Reiner, he said fourteen point five, but that's according to our IMDb. Grossed mm. ninety three million at the box office. Big it hit. was nominated for an Oscar mm-hmm. for Best Writing, Original Screenplay, Nora Ephron, but it lost to Dead Poet Society. Mm-hmm. Carpe Gets diem. A, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I want to know, I, w- I was uh, talking to Stephen before you came on about how I don't think that movie would age well if you watched it again. I haven't seen it in so long. Like Dead Poet Society? I loved, yeah. I loved it at the time, but I have a feeling it probably doesn't hit the same now. Do you I haven't seen it that? for probably 30 years. Is my guess. So I don't. I might I'd, watch it soon and see. Okay, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. feel like it's gonna be. There's just gonna be something off about it, just from what I remember. But maybe not. I mean, I remember there's isn't there like a suicide or something that mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. everybody sad and he gets fired over that. I don't. I don't actually remember it. Yeah. I just remember I the visual like the of characters, him standing. Like the, the the people who run the school are gonna be very cartoonish. In their be. badness. Like, I just remember them being so bad. Like, clearly, this people would never act this way. Right. I wonder. Yeah. We should watch you it know? again. Yeah. Dramatized anyway. real life. It's, it's yeah, yeah char- characterized. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember liking it. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the standing on the movie. desks. Standing on mm-hmm. the desks. Yeah. Oh, Captain, my cool. Captain. Well, yep. and it's the mm-hmm. same uh, director as, um, like, Master and Commander, Peter Weir. Oh, yeah. Right, that's right. Peter um, Weir. Yeah, he also did Truman Show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does cool movies. Yeah. I love Truman Show. Cool, like uh, thoughtful standalones, right? That's mm-hmm. a Peter Weir thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, okay, Rotten Tomatoes, 91% critic, 89% audience, 100% with Graylin. Yes. Um, and then just one, <laughs> one other yes. quick note. 
Oh, it did win a BAFTA for screenplay, so that's pretty sweet. Okay. Um, but this was interesting in researching, and I found that the part of Harry was actually originally offered to Tom Hanks. Okay. Mm. And he actually was like, no, I'm, I want to get into more like serious stuff or whatever. Yeah. Which is super interesting. It was Sally was also offered to Elizabeth Perkins, who is big. then in Big. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is. He ends up doing, um, you know, the next Nora Ephron movies. Um, but Do then you prefer I wanna... Billy Crystal to Tom Hanks? Mm. In this role? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Billy in Crystal, this role. 100% for this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because he, be he has to be kind of like a little bit swarmy at the beginning, yeah. right? And okay, we can cut this out if it sounds <laughs> bad. But Tom Hanks is not Jewish enough. Well, yeah, totally. That's what role. I was just getting ready to say. I, mean, I was going to say that too. He can't, yeah, he can't be it. It's, yeah. And so I read that Albert Brooks was also up for it. And mm. that, that makes more sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that actually. Because just the way Nora Ephron writes, and she's Jewish, well, right? Nora Ephron writes good t- dialogue well, for kind of like nebbishy Jewish dudes. Yeah, yeah. And Tom New Yorkie, New Yorkie. He's right, like, there we Tom go. Tom Hanks is like wholesome, like America's sweetheart. He's not, mm-hmm. he doesn't have an edge. That's why I like When Harry Met Sally more than You've Got Mail and Sleepless in Seattle is it's got a little bit more edge to it. Mm-hmm. The, the no people doubt. are not as nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I like that about it. So um, what's your what's your ranking of those three, Graylin? When Harry Met Sally, You've Got Mail, and then Sleepless in Seattle. I hate the kid in Sleepless in Seattle. That kid makes me so mad. <laughs> Noah, his, is that his oh, name? Oh, I can't or stand that Jonah. kid. Jonah. Jonah. And he almost ruins the movie for me. Like, of course wow. I love it. I've seen it hundreds of times. But I, oh, I really don't like that kid. Anthony, what's your ranking of those three? It's different moods. Mm. It's different moods. I mean, <laughs> I think the yeah. best movie is When Harry Met Sally. I mm-hmm. really enjoy uh, You've Got Mail from uh-huh. our time living in New York. Right. Mm-hmm. I like. There's something about fall in New York we're going to get to. Mm-hmm. I do love it, but Sleepless in Seattle makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. Which you it's like. So, I love it. But the any, like, okay. <laughs> the, it's not only the Jewishness, dude. It's the New York vibe. Got Tom it. Hanks yeah. does not yeah. have a New York vibe. No, you know he's I mean? more Midwestern. Like, yeah, Billy Crystal has it through and through in his bones, and you just believe, even though he's coming right. from Chicago in the movie, you just believe he's a New Yorker. Mm-hmm. You know what and I mean? He, yeah, he is a New Yorker by the end, right? I mean, he's lived there so yes. long in For that sure. apartment. Can we do some strickens? Oh, mm. yeah, that's big yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Is that the big apartment, by the way? I was thinking that this time. Is that the same apartment that Hanks gets in Big? We, I actually wondered that myself because it's the same cinematographer. No, it's not. But Barry Sonnenfeld. Oh, right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not the same. Okay, in, in, uh, in the Big, he, it's got that loft, so the super high ceilings. Oh, okay. And yeah. then it's all glass. This has that kind of like cool arch window. Remember, right. it's got that, mm-hmm. it's all glass. It's one big open concept mm-hmm. floor and okay. then like the trampoline and stuff. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that apartment is ridiculous. I mean. Stricken. <laughs> it's stricken from like, anything in New York. Yeah. Like, what? Do, that's, that's worse than like sex in the city. 
That apartment is massive. Yep. I would say most of the rooms they're in in this movie wouldn't be in Manhattan. They're they're too big. You know, like the parties they go to, the the Mm -hmm. different apartments they're in. It's just like the rooms are just smaller than this. For sure. In the city. Bruno Kirby and Carrie Fisher's brownstone. That would Mm -hmm. never happen. No. That would never happen. Millions and millions of dollars. I mean... Highly Unless unlikely. he's a really, really rich journalist. For sure. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know but, what but I mean? clearly but he's not, by the way I know he's they not. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Yeah, and it, it sets up really unrealistic, you know, expectations. Because when I was a kid watching these movies, like, they were just such smart people living in the big mm-hmm. city. And I was, you know, growing up in rural Indiana. And I just thought, I just think that's the most wonderful life ever and well yes. it's a complete fantasy like this isn't even mm-hmm. possible for people that live in new york like right. right the only one that gets it right is seinfeld they get yeah. it right jerry seinfeld's sure. apartment is totally legit right like that yep. that's the size of a new york apartment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kramer it's being like right across rooms. the hall totally yeah. They actually have lots of conversations about apartments and, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that apartments are often a plot point in that show. Like, how are we going to get apartments? Who's going to move next to me? Who died? Which is what yeah. they, they talk about that, too, in this movie, right? Like, the obituary, sure. the obituary should be connected to a real estate and stuff like that. So, yeah. yeah. And then you get into his apartment and you're like, you could I mean, you could probably fit five New York City apartments in this in that building. Oh, the in scene, that one apartment. The scene where they're unrolling the rug. Mm-hmm. It's just right. like, where'd you even get a rug that big? How'd you even get it up there? <laughs> now the the balm that heals all wounds in that scene is his sweater. Oh. You know that that cable knit white sweater that has mm-hmm. a like kind of a small turtleneck. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a mock what's, neck. what's that mock? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love a mock neck. And also, he actually, I noticed he has that exact same turtleneck later in black. Yeah. Oh, does he? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like the fashion of this. We can talk about that oh, yeah. more. Any, we, yeah. any anyway. other strickens that you guys have? I have um, a real quick one. Um, I have the age difference between Billy Crystal and Meg Ryan, but mm. I don't oh. actually think it matters in the movie, but it is something that sticks out. I almost, gave you some snaps. Be... I almost gave you some snaps on that one. That was a yeah. good Are they supposed mm-hmm. to be the same age? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because they both graduated college at the same time and oh, drove right. sure. across. And to get he, jobs I think, in New is York. at least okay. 14 years older than her is what I think I found when I looked wow. it up. Okay. Yeah, um, he was 41 when he filmed this. Yeah. So right our age, brother. Oh, Wait. Boy. Yeah. Yeah. He do, so he looks, I guess he looks young, but the problem is, so she looks young. They both look young. And at some point they say that she's 32 later Which in the movie, right? Which makes me just want to, I, I can't even, <laughs> like when I watch it now, I'm like, oh, I'm five years older than this character's supposed to be. At the end of the movie. <laughs> Not even when she's uh, yeah, young. Yeah, at the end of the movie. It makes me just feel like a hundred because in my mm. eyes, she's always an older adult. Like yeah, I'm never right. gonna be as old as Sally ever. Right. It's just yep. terrifying. Okay, well, what about when she was like <gasps> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, be 40. Yeah. When? <laughs> Someday. In eight years. But it's there. It's just 
sitting there like this big dead end. <laughs> and it's not the same for men. Charlie Chaplin had babies when he was 73. Yeah, but he was too old to pick them up. <laughs> That's a great scene. I still think she looks older than 32 there. And I think it's more of the clothing. Sure, right. It's doing that to her, but... Sure, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do an incredible job with her character arc. Let me just mention mm -hmm. his clothing. Just in... Because he's third... Because he's supposed to... The maximum he is graduating from grad school and she's graduating from undergrad. Like, I that's the that max too. Oh, yeah. difference. Okay. I think I did. maybe I four thought of years. that too. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. it could that's be a good that. call. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's why I don't really know if it's an actual stricken. Like yeah. okay. it just kind of sticks out. But I wouldn't mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that it matters. No. But the actor so. actor difference though. I mean mm -hmm. huge. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah. Any other strickens? I have a I think I have maybe something that's more of a question i'll i'll boot it to the okay. i'll boot it to the trial i don't think okay. it's a stricken it's just a i think graylin actually wrote the same thing in her mm -hmm. notes to us that i just have a a something i wonder about but let me read the vhs cover okay this one that i'm reading is you know that the cover that they're like just it looks like they're meeting right when harry met sally they're just standing across from each other but i think she has she doesn't have that hat on Remember the Annie Hall look oh, that she yeah. has at one point, which is the mm -hmm. hat and then oh, yeah. kind of the baggy clothes. She has those baggy clothes, but she doesn't have the hat on. So mm -hmm. it's they, know, they never actually do this in the movie. Anyways, this particular VHS is also set on a backdrop of like super red, orange, fall. yellow fall leaves. Mm -hmm. So happy. Yeah. And so this happy. is the, so I think good. this is the VHS we had when I was growing yeah. up. Okay. Brimming over with style, intelligence, and flashing wit, Rolling Stone. This splendid and irresistible Los Angeles Times film from director Rob Reiner, the American president. So this must be this must be a description. This, yeah. This came out after it. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's a weird one to choose. Maybe it's because maybe it's another rom com, so they put that on the back of the box. Sure. I can't watch American President. It makes me too sad. No. Like, <laughs> you mean because why? It's an alternate it's a, reality where we oh, can sure, have sure. a decent It's a West, a West Wing thing where you're just like, yeah. if only. Yeah, I, I can't watch it anymore. They should have put misery for Rob's Reiner credit there. Is one of mm -hmm. the best loved romantic comedies of all time, featuring dazzling performances from Meg Ryan, Billy Crystal, Carrie Fisher, can't wait to talk about her, and Bruno Kirby. Mm -hmm. Exceptional music from Harry Connick Jr. and an Oscar nominated screenplay by Nora Ephron. When Harry Met Sally is an explosively funny, Newsweek, commentary on friendships, courtships, and other hardships of the modern age. Stupid. Will mm, sex ruin a dumb. perfect relationship between a man and a woman? That's what Harry, Crystal, and Sally, Ryan, debate during their travels from Chicago to New York. And 11 years and 2,000 miles later, they're still no closer to finding the answer. Although they've helped each other through breakups, breakdowns, Mr. Wrongs and Miscalculations. That's spelled M-I-S-S. Calculations. Miscalculations. Hey, miscalculations. Oh, wow. They've never ventured past their companionship to discover the love that's right in front of them. Will these two best friends ever accept that they're meant for each other? Or will they continue to deny the attraction that's existed since the first moment when Harry met Sally? Question mark. Wow. That's quite mm. a description. Yeah. Mm. Taking some liberties, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, mm. Good news, nation. It's in color. An hour, 36 minutes. 
the best baby the best we watched it last week and i was like this is how you make a movie like in you're out it's done yeah i watched it on hbo max and like dune that we watched the next night (laughs) oh i can't wait to talk about dune not on this episode but when i when i when i saw an hour 36 i was like that you're speaking my love language rob Mm -hmm. reiner yep an hour 36 is the perfect length for this it movie is. that feels like a play. Yes. Yep. I love it. Okay. Yes. All right. I say we head into the, I mean, obviously we like mm-hmm. this movie. For yeah. sure. But we want to put it on trial. I'm going to go mm-hmm. there to the trial right now. Let's do it. Men and women can't be friends because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? No, you pretty much want to nail him too. No, I don't like to eat between meals. I'll roll down the window. A faceless guy rips off your clothes, and that's the sex fantasy you've been having since you were 12. Exactly the same. Well, sometimes I vary it a little. Which part? What I'm wearing. You tell her about other women. Yeah. Like the other night. I made love to this woman, and it was so incredible. I took her to a place that wasn't human. She actually meowed. You made a woman meow? Are you comfortable? Sure. What happened? What's the matter? Harry came over last night. I went over to Sally's last night. Because I was upset that Joe was getting married. one thing led to another. And before I knew it, we were kissing, and then... To make a long story short, we we did did it. They did it. It's challenging. (laughs) I'm difficult. I'm too structured. I'm completely closed off. But in a good way. And I'm gonna be 40! (laughs) When? (laughs) Someday. In eight years. It's not the same for men. Charlie Chaplin had babies when he was 73. Yeah, but he was too old to pick them up. All rise. Hey, how's it going over there? Oh, gosh, I wish I was at Katz's right now having a pastrami on rye. Oh, baby. I saw what she's having. I saw that. Did you see that? Uh, have you been to Katz's Deli, Anthony? Okay, we we need to start with some Katz's Jelly Chat real quick, bro. Okay, I think you said Katz's Jelly. That sounds good. Yum. Katz's Jelly, <laughs> sure. Katz's Deli, dude. I yeah. auditioned at Juilliard as a senior in high school. The illustrious Juilliard school, right? True mm. Bummer Confession. I didn't get in. Oh. I don't think we ever talked about that on here. I got in later. I've never heard not, this. Mm. Okay. Not as a senior you didn't get in, in your first time? Oh, okay, right. I see. Gotcha. But my dad's brother's wife's dad <laughs> <laughs> was like was my like chauffeur. Third grandpa or something uh, like that. Yeah, so what is that? My uncle's father-in-law. Okay, great. Okay. So total Jewish New Yorkers. Uh-huh. He was amazing. And he he was like my chauffeur, super generous, amazing dude. And he took me to Katz's for lunch. Mm. Okay. I'm wow. 17 years old, straight out of Wisconsin. 
Mm-hmm. And we pull up to the counter. He was like, you want it on a club roll, not on rye. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get this <laughs> thing, the fattest, juiciest, saltiest pastrami. I am, my mouth is watering. Mm-hmm. This Midwestern boy bites into this pastrami sandwich, dude, <laughs> with that chewy roll. And like, dude, <laughs> well, okay, not quite what she's having, but it was a food chasm, dude. <laughs> you, like, you friggin- were having what she had. <laughs> yes. Well, that's one, like- of the, that's one of the most disappointing things about that scene in the movie is that she's not eating a pastrami sandwich. She has like You're turkey. right there. And she's You're like right. doing that yeah. weird thing with her hands totally Mm -hmm. yeah but that of course she would have turkey though she wouldn't have pastrami you're right you're right her character that's true yeah but and it wouldn't quite be it wouldn't be off menu i I mean from the menu either she would have had several changes to it anyway Mm -hmm. oh for sure yep all i know is on the way out of there i got one to go also amazing (laughs) i um there's a book called i'll have what she's having and it's a like a behind the scenes about all of Nora Ephron's books or movies. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a good, it's not a great book, but it, it's, you know, it's fun if you like Nora Ephron movies. And sure. uh, there's a chapter on When Harry Met Sally, and apparently Katz's was not their first choice. There was some other deli, oh. and they, they wouldn't let them film in there. They, w- they didn't want to close down for a day. And so okay. they said no, and so Katz's was their second choice. And apparently it was not struggling but it wasn't quite as um booming obviously before the movie really um yeah and so it was awesome somehow some kind of commute like a a train commute kind of switched and so they they didn't have as much traffic but traffic through there or something plus it's on houston street Mm -hmm. okay how do you find that how's it going on houston (laughs) like it's hard. <laughs> That's you know, what's the cross street? It's not like super yeah. easy to get to from a subway. So yeah. I get it, but it's so good. Mm. So I saw a picture where they had like a little sign above mm. that table mm-hmm. with a little arrow that said this is where. Um, That's cool. This is where When Harry Met Sally was filmed or something. Yeah, um, me, me and Aaron sat there, man. We mm. really we did. When we oh, would have cool. friends in, I'm actually surprised I didn't take you there, dude. We went there a lot. Uh, we were too busy. Uh, our nipples were bleeding trying to walk over to the. <laughs> right. It was so cold, and we walked so much that our nipples were bleeding. We had to stop at Walgreens oh across God. the street from the Empire State Building and get band aids. <laughs> oh no! The basement of the um, like it was actually in the Empire State Building. We bought those band aids. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Wow! What a, we, we what have a trip to prove it. Whoa! Yeah. Jonah was Jonah there? <laughs> He's still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> when will she arrive? I, I mean, oh. I, can you imagine if your kid got on a plane and flew across country without telling you? No way. No, I think I think we struck I'm that. I'm pretty cute. sure we struck that when we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. It, 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 yeah. Like, give me a break. <laughs> Still, oh, I didn't give my ranking. Still, that's my number one. Oh, okay. It goes Sleepless in Seattle, Harry Met Sally. Sorry, when yeah. Harry Met Sally, dot, dot, dot. And then you've got mail. Yeah. So, um. I will say I, 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 don't I rewatched know. I You've it. Got Mail recently, and it doesn't mm-hmm. it 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 doesn't hold up quite as much as oh, I thought it would. No, no, it's still awesome. It's still okay. wonderful, but okay. it is like so '90s in its message. Like mm-hmm. the corporation oh. takes over the small business, and that's the happy ending. <laughs> like sure. that's so '90s. Sure. <laughs> so my idea for a sequel or a remake is that. So, well, I, I would actually use the same actors 
and Meg Ryan is now working for like an Amazon. Yeah. And t- and and drives Fox Books out of business. Yeah. I and like they, that. Uh, yeah. again, they've been they've gotten divorced and that brings them back together. Yeah. Well, That's it's like just good. so 90s and it's this weird window where like, yeah, but little did they know that like Fox Books was very doomed. Like, right. you know. Yeah. It's super and, interesting. And now the yep. indies are the only ones that have survived. You know, mm-hmm. it's yep. it's weird. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. that would be even better. Yeah. If she reopened her store. Because and, now the, and the now the indie yeah. books stores are coming back. Now we mm-hmm. haven't mentioned this, but Graylin's a big reader. Mm-hmm. Reads right. you're you're trying to read fifty books this year. Is that right? Oh, I've read uh, eighty this year. Oh, I'm nice. trying to read. I'm trying to read hundred, but I'm That's in right. such a slump right now that there's no way I'm going to get there. I haven't okay. finished anything Come in a week. Come on, get a get a hold of yourself, Graylin. Get to hundred. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I'm gonna chunk in if that's okay. Wait, mm-hmm. did you didn't read the rules, dude? Okay, let me go over the rules, and we're going to start the trial. So this is how it Great. works. We pick a movie we love. We talk through it. Sometimes we have a guest. We invite them to do this with us. We all act as its defense counsel and present evidence. We get several mm-hmm. apiece. I don't know how this is going to work today. Um, it'll be a bit more freewheeling, I think. But we bring evidences to the table and try to prove to you, listener, to one another, that that movie is perfect when we're done. Our listeners act as judge, jury, possibly executioner. I get a vote. Counts as one. Anthony gets a vote. Counts as one. Granlin, you're kind of out of this because we, <laughs> we know, we know what, yeah, well, you can I mean, vote with the listeners. My vote's not needed. <laughs> um, because if our listeners vote 75%, yes, that equals a yay. Mm-hmm. Three out of three, perfect. We send it to the aliens from Independence Day to hopefully save the universe instead of dying in... A, our huge apartments in Manhattan, which would, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Harry and Sally would be dead mm-hmm. for sure. If this doesn't work, they're dead. So we have to do this. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to chunk in right away. Great. Mm-hmm. And I'm not quite sure how to, um, how to put this. So I'll just, and you guys can maybe help me. I, I just think th- this is the one of the, best written movies yeah of the 21st century 20th century hmm. what, what century was it in the 20th, 20th. century at 20th and I, I i mean i heard i've heard criticism about it that it's too woody allen um it it like and it, we just well, mentioned it. There's an, that Annie great, Hall reference. So. Yeah, I know. So I would, <laughs> for I me, would, I'll take Nora Ephron any yeah, day. Yeah, I'll take this. Mm. <laughs> um, I uh, I had that as one of mine too, but I just feel like it's almost so big it like can't even be in evidence. Like that. That's why it was hard for me to bring it up because it feels too. But yeah. So, so maybe I'll. Do, so do you guys have a favorite scene? Because oh. I think any scene you choose, will, is gonna have like. A million reasons why the writing in that scene kills. Yeah, I have so many. Like every single scene is a favorite scene, but uh-huh. um, the, my favorite is probably the double date scene when okay. they go. I um, I don't know why. I love Bruno Kirby in this movie. Like I mm-hmm. think he yes is so phenomenal. And there's something about I don't know him and Carrie Fisher and that that. I mean, Pesto's The Quiche of the 80s is my favorite right. movie quote, like, period. I also wrote Pesto's The Quiche of the 80s. Get over yourself. I did. 
I mean, it's just the best. That's quote. so good. Yeah. And and we're not even sure we understand what that means. I, I guess yeah. that means that oh, quiche totally was big it. in the 70s, right? I and think so. And so pesto, pesto is, is like the new quiche. And yeah, well, like, I see. Yeah. There's just so much in that one line. Like, pesto's the quiche of the 80s. Like, He's it's, so proud yes. of himself. He <laughs> thinks he's just so great. And so does and, Carrie Fisher. Thinks it's yeah. great, too. Yeah, and, and, and that scene... In, Every scene, like the the dialogue is so phenomenal, but they're also doing something while they're talking right. in almost every scene, okay. which is what Maybe I love. Like, like nope. every single scene has like this other thing that's going on that mm-hmm. while they're talking. So like the unrolling of the rug, the batting cages, yep. um, the wave when the Bruno, fo- right the baseball game. Um, yep. mm-hmm. And so like you have one thing to laugh at while you're laughing at the dialogue too. Mm-hmm. And almost yep. every single scene, it's like that. Right. It's incredible. There's, I, I think something that struck me on this watch, and now it's going to be embarrassing because I'm not going to be able to call up exactly what I mean. She, Nora Ephron, is like the queen of the button. So totally. normally yeah. a scene would end and she has one more thing. Yes. That So I, I guess I'll have what she's having is kind of the button of all buttons, right? Um where it's like you, the funniest thing you've ever seen happen on screen has just happened, mm-hmm. and then a line comes that's even better. Um, <laughs> I remember that yeah. happening in Tootsie. Where the, mm-hmm. Does Jeff know is one of my favorite buttons? But yeah. I, I'm trying to think of other ones in here where the oh, oh I know one where um, they're having this funny fight. Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby are having this funny fight about yep the wagon wheel the table, table. Mm-hmm. Yep. right, and then it goes to this kind of Billy Crystal's freaking out and saying, you're going to have your uh, better put your name on it because all this stuff, he storms out. You think the scene is done. And Carrie Fisher says, I want you to know, yeah. I will I never, will never want, that want this wagon wheel table. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Jess, Marie, do me a favor for your own good. Put your name in your books right now before they get mixed up and you don't know whose is whose. Because someday, believe it or not, You'll go 15 rounds over who's going to get this coffee table. This stupid wagon wheel Roy Rogers garage sale coffee table. I thought you liked it. I was being nice. He just bumped into Helen. I want you to know. Then I will never want that wagon wheel coffee table. Without that, it would have been a great scene. And right. Efron just knows she's just got more in her. Yeah. And and it's out there on the page and in the movie, and it's just so good. Here, dude, let me let me chunk in here that it's gonna keep going with this, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, dude. So along the lines of this writing, you're keep you keep mentioning Nora Efron. The mm-hmm. thing about the writing that I think is so good in this is that is that it has both gender perspectives done mm-hmm. okay, so right. well. So it's like yeah. mm-hmm. you could exactly. have had Rob Reiner and Billy Crystal write this like we talked about in City Slickers. Right. You yep. know what I mean? Where there was no female perspective at all. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, so you could have had like those guys write a movie. You could have had. Um, well, OK, Nora Ephron. She's just a perfect writer. But yeah. it could have been maybe just about women's stuff or whatever. But this, like the first half of the movie, it's like 
Um, Sally's a little naive, or the first quarter of the movie, Sally's a little naive, and Harry is like telling her all the stuff she doesn't, you know, know about guys. And then the orgasm scene turns right. it around, and then she's like, "This is mm-hmm. what you don't know about women." And so, like, I feel like the writing, right. like, one of the things that you just totally like, she blew his mind, right? And so, like, she, I feel like she really flips it on him. She she has she control over on this relationship now. After yes. that, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, totally it's so phenomenal. So it's I just, I think the, so great. The, pers- the two perspectives is part of dude the element of just those two Rob Reiner and Nora mm-hmm. Ephron just bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, you were able to get get it mm-hmm. not just one sided kind of like point of view. And I think that that wagon wheel is a good yeah. example of that. I think also what I was um, reading is that a lot of um, like Billy Crystal had a lot of input on a lot of the lines. And so apparently that I'll have what she's having. He came up with that. I'll have what she's having as as. And then it was Rob Reiner's mom who delivered the line. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I which love. is so amazing. And mm-hmm. but but it's also when she does that, like she is like that's pretty like it. it that character, it, you think of her kind of as a sillier person until that scene, and then you realize, no, she actually has a really mm. strong point of view, and she's willing to mm-hmm. put herself out there and to yeah. to prove to him how it really is. It's just, <laughs> it's so great. Mm-hmm. I love um, this. I love the very beginning too, like the whole drive okay. over scene. I yeah. think that that is just so incredible, and um, the the restaurant scene there, Shell Gordon. Oh, right. Sheldon, Sheldon. Yeah. ride me big <laughs> yeah. Sheldon. Yeah, ride me yeah. big Sheldon. And my favorite little button there before they walk into the restaurant is when she's got that hairspray. Yes. And so at any woman in her right mind, women are very practical, even Ingrid Bergman, which is why she gets on the plane at the end of the movie. She like smacks the, the lid on the hairspray, like really, <laughs> like definitively to like... Yeah end that conversation it's just things like that it's just so perfectly timed so it's also written well Mm non-dialogue right and so there's Mm -hmm. there's obviously the dialogue is so kind of snappy almost impossible Mm -hmm. right like Like no one talks like this (laughs) but not in a way that you're mad about in a way that you're like i wish i talked like that Mm -hmm. right Right. another sorkin thing sometimes Mm -hmm. sorkin annoys me because i'm like Enough. It's too, yeah, yeah right. it's too over the top. But there are points where I'm like, man, I, I wish people like this existed. I wish I could talk to people like this, right? Mm-hmm. So the dialogue mm-hmm. is great, but I think that um, <laughs> that that hairspray thing is a perfect example because it says so much about her. Yes. Apart like from what she's saying. Yes. Like she's so kind of uptight and the way uh-huh. she has to put that hairspray on and the way she like slams the lid down to make sure it stays on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. oh, another one like that is like in the kind of like a montage scene where she's like putting the putting the mail in the mailbox. Yes. She has to check. Is it sealed? Does it have the stamp on it? Does it have yeah. the return address? Did I address it right? Put it in. And then boom, boom, like over and over and over. Like just yeah. like that, like just yeah. kind of shows her neuroses. Finally, finally, he just <laughs> shoves it in like, and she still she still opens it to see it if she can time. get it, 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 it to see, which I do all the time when I put stuff in the mailbox, you open it again just to make sure it fell in yeah. correctly. Yes. Yeah, like, totally. That, that felt like such a real moment. 
Um, yeah, and, you're and right, I, Anthony, I identify just says with so her much character a lot when it comes to restaurants and the way she orders. Mm. I will mm. never order that way in a restaurant because I'm from the Midwest and that's just not allowed. <laughs> like, right? That would be way too um, much trouble for the waiter. But mm-hmm. I want to order that way. Like, I right. am like like sure. that. Like when I'm at home, it's like if we don't have an avocado that's ready to go, but tacos are on the menu, we're not having tacos. Like, you know, it has to be, I have to have everything just right. So you're like Sally, you like it the way you like it. I like it the way I like it. And yeah, no. Hmm. Well, okay. I've got a question for you. Mm -hmm. Who's who between me and Anthony? Who's the Harry and who's the Sally? Oh, Oh, I mean, I have my guess. What about who's who me and me, you and Bruno Kirby? That's harder. I think, I think I'm definitely Sally and you're Harry. Oh, Okay. I yeah, don't know you're right. though. No, no, you're right. I'm more I, uptight and yeah, and you're, you're just like you're, yeah. You days of the week, days of the week underpants. <laughs> days of the week underpants. Days of the week underwear that, for sure. It was because he was very jealous, and I had these days of the week underpants. I'm sorry. I need the judge's ruling on this. Days of the week underpants. Yes, they had the days of the week on them, and I thought they were sort of funny. And then one day Sheldon says to me, "You never wear Sunday." all suspicious where was sunday where had i left sunday and i told him and he didn't believe me what they don't make sunday why not because of god because of god (laughs) because of god what a great obviously that's from true that that has to be something a conversation either rob reiner or nor Mm -hmm. efron had yes um because it's so specifically funny and out Mm. of nowhere yeah. And mm-hmm. it's 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 I don't know why. It's just the weirdest thing. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. I love just, that. It's perfect. Because it's so God. perfect. And I love that like that's the reason he they broke up. Yeah. Like <laughs> where's Sunday? Where's Sunday? Where's Sunday? Where's Sunday? <laughs> yeah. I really like this. I, I hadn't thought I, I hadn't thought about the Rob Reiner um yeah. Efron magic that happens where you're right anthony they could have been like let's let's write a movie about sex in the 80s just right? dudes mm-hmm. and it would have been exactly thin compared mm-hmm. to this because you mm-hmm. really are getting the perspectives of both i so i read this thing about nancy myers mm. who also oh. it 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 like Love what Nancy sucks. Of, movie. It's what like, sucks about women in this industry is they have to like be writers for a long time before mm-hmm. they get a director. Yeah. So this feels like a Nora Ephron movie to me, more than a Rob Reiner. But Rob Reiner gets the director credit. The same thing happened with Nancy Myers and her husband, with Father of the Bride. Mm-hmm. That's a Nancy Myers movie. Yeah. But For her sure. husband is the I director. Mean, Give me a break. That 100%. sucks. And then eventually hmm. she gets, they realize, oh, okay, actually it's Nancy Myers who's these yeah. movies are. And she should do be you, directing Do you guys them. have a thing about Nancy Myers? Like, what are your thoughts on Nancy Myers? Like, Give me some examples. I, I love Give me them, some but I know they're terrible. Like, it's how I feel about them. Oh, they're, they're horrible. Good. Yeah, I need examples good. of what like, movies these are. Okay, oh. so Father of the Bride, which you haven't seen, but I there is what? a movie you No, I've love. seen it. I've seen oh, it. Oh, you've I've seen, seen it, it, but not Remember for a okay. yeah. Um, So it's complicated. Is like something's my, gotta give. Something's okay. gotta give. The yep. Intern is the Nancy holiday. Myers. Oh, the yeah, holiday. that's right. The Holiday. The intern. I love The Intern. 
But it's um, kind of yeah. dumb. I'm sorry, it's sort of well, dumb. Well, and the acting's oh, no. terrible. The, exactly. the characters are terrible. Like, yep. the yeah. storyline is terrible. But you just love to watch them. It just feels good. Totally. It just feels good. They're feel, they're feel good. Yeah. It's the it, interiors. Yeah. For me, it's the interiors. Ooh. It's the kitchens. Yeah. So good. I mean, that's why right. I watch. Kitchens are so beautiful good. to watch. So, there's there's a podcast yeah. I listen to that's um like they're bloggers and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not that great, but they have one episode that's all about Nancy Meyer's interiors. That's a great episode wow. to listen to. They I just talk that. about their favorite ones and yeah, yeah it's good. Okay, so, so she with, is with to Nancy Meyer's. What yeah. Denis Villeneuve is to like sand, <laughs> sand. yes, or Timothée. sand and trombones. No, Hans Zimmer's trombone. Denis Villeneuve no, is. So, so we were getting ready to watch it, and I hadn't looked up who did the score, and I was like, "It's Hans." I'm telling you, and Andrew's like, "Oh no, it's not going to be him." And I'm like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> oh yeah. And he looked it up, and he's like, "You're right." Good I work. Think, yeah, nice. I think Hans Zimmer did the score for "It's Complicated." What a weirdo. Oh. That's possible. I mean, remember he did lead, partner to League of Their Own? <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? What a crazy guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and anyways, I, I really lo- like, I think one of the reasons I love Father of the Bride so much is because of that partnership of the male and female perspective yes. that yep. I actually think mm-hmm. the, I, I think, I can't remember the name of the actress. Steve Martin's wife in that movie. This is so, this is so bad, right? Diane Keaton, Diane Keaton actually is really quirky and fun. So is the daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that there's like something about this partnership, Anthony, that you're talking about that actually really rounds out a movie that's supposed to be about relationships. It yeah, works yeah. really well because yeah. of that way. Yeah. Well, that's why it's I, perfect. I think I have a, a piece of evidence then I can chunk Ooh. in on because Here, I'll chunk in I, for I don't you. know where else. Yeah. I don't know where else I'll to chunk put in it. for you. Okay. Um, and this is probably my main one. It's the vignettes of the married couples that are sprinkled throughout mm, the movie. Nice. Mm. Love like, it. Like, to me, those are gold. Total. Yeah. And I love that they're not connected to anything. You never totally. get an explanation of why they're there. Mm. And I absolutely love them. They're perfect. Yeah, it's not that they set up what's about to happen necessarily, no. right? It's not like a thematic story that they're telling. It's just it breaks up the well. It breaks up the time jumps. Is that when they come during yeah, the time jumps? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They Big, stop. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's um, one more near the end that I think is like. There's a small time jump at the end of three mm-hmm. weeks mm-hmm. between that's where when, it is. when they sleep together and have a fight, mm-hmm. and then New Year's. Yeah. I think is three weeks. So the mm-hmm. time jumps actually vary. There's sometimes it's years, sometimes it's months, sometimes it's weeks. Mm-hmm. But I, I really like how that's structured too. But I, I think what those vignettes are supposed to signify is some sort of time jump. Yeah. And I was reading that they are real stories of real couples and they filmed the couples telling their story, but mm. they weren't professional actors. So they would go on too long and didn't know timing. And so yeah, Nora Ephron yeah. took their stories and kind of wrote them into mm-hmm. a little... And then they hired actors to do them. Mm. Um, but the my, casting with my, is so good. It's, inc- it's incredible. Oh, you and would never know they weren't real. Yeah. No. Wow. And my favorite is um, I'm Ben Small of the Coney Island Smalls. I'm Ben Small of the Coney Island Smalls. That's amazing. That's my favorite well, one. I was noticing this time that a lot of times it's one or the other that's doing most of the talking. 
Yeah. And the other person is just kind of there yeah. as like well, set yeah, dressing one, or a, as the talk- button. Well, what I love about that one is like she's talking and then it gets to where he says, I'm Ben Small of the Coney Island Smalls. And then she mm-hmm. just picks up the story. And what she says is at that point, I knew. I knew the way you know about a good melon. Mm-hmm. And it's so like, good. I mean, that's it. Like, just... So does that mean you like squeezed his head? Yeah. <laughs> like knew it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love. So basically what this movie, this movie is their love story. And each one mm-hmm. of those is all of their love stories. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. um, doing a zoom in on somebody else. You know, it's just it's a perfect little little way to move the move mm-hmm. the movie forward. I totally mm-hmm. agree. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Love them. Yeah. And then the fact that that's how it ends is yeah. with them with now they're in the seats. You know, that's that's so good. Yeah. And the last thing they're talking about is putting the coconut on the side. So it's not even a romantic vignette between the two of them necessarily. Right. It's just a reminder of who they are. Mm-hmm. And it's and then it cuts in the and the credits roll. My favorite one is the um the one of the couple that's kind of talking over oh, each yeah, other. Yeah. I was um, on the 12th. Right. And they're, <laughs> they're telling the same story but they're telling different parts of it. I think this is why it's my favorite one, because then at the end, he says, and it's been 55 years, and there's the first moment of silence, and she looks at him, and she says, 55 years. Yeah. The first time they ever say the same thing. And it's just mm-hmm. so, what? I know. So mm-hmm. well written. It's so it's good. It's unfair. Mm-hmm. So good. How good. That, yeah, that's so good. <laughs> hey, let me, ask, let me ask you one question. I skipped one of the people that was almost Sally. Oh. oh. Molly Ringwald originally Ugh. was supposed to be. Huh. What do you think of that? No way. I felt like we talked about some ca- other casting choices for Meg Ryan in Seattle, in Sleepless in Seattle, and none of them seemed You're right. quirky or weird enough. There's something about her. She is just so weird. Well, and Molly Ringwald is just so way. John Hughes. Like, yeah. John yes. Hughes right. teen movie. Like I just, yep. she's mm-hmm. not going to be in anything else in my mind. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think it no. works at all. I no. just thought it was Mm-mm. super interesting. And I was, yeah. it's like that, that doesn't that's make crazy. any sense. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, no. it's one of these movies where you cannot imagine anybody else in these roles. I, I think that no. that's, mm-hmm. so that could be evidence that the casting Which, is really perfect. Speaking of, do we need to talk about Carrie Fisher? Cause yes. I think, I think we do. Yeah, let's talk I about mean, the yeah. cast. Let's talk about the cast a little bit. I mean, how is it possible that she can be totally separate from Princess Leia? Like, I mean, how that role is like so iconic. Like, but you don't even think of it being Princess Leia Mm-mm, when you're watching no. she, this. I mean, not even. She did at all. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she did it. So yeah. many people get stuck in, mm-hmm. like, I'm Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And I'll never be anything else. And Mark Hamill, you rule. I don't mean necessarily Mark, you know. Yeah. But, or Spock, right? Like he was Spock, mm-hmm. and like that's all. Like and Leonard right. Nimoy was awesome, but that he's Spock. Yeah, she but was she, Princess Leia, but then she did. Uh, you know, she. You're totally right. She was mm-hmm. in this, and you're like, oh. You don't think of her as is that at all? I mean, she uh-uh. is this character, and I love this character because, like, she's you know having an affair with some other person's husband the whole movie uh-huh. but he's you, never going to leave her but you still just love her, her anyway but it's kind of like 
Yeah. Oh my God. I, I love when he's when she's like buys herself flowers. Oh yeah. That might be my favorite one. You sent flowers to yourself. Sixty dollars I spent on this big stupid arrangement of flowers, and I wrote a card that I planned to leave on the front table where Arthur would just happen to see it. What did the card say? Please say yes, love Jonathan. Did it work? He never even came over. He forgot this charity thing that his wife is chairman of. He's never going to leave her. Of course he isn't. You're right. You're right. I know you're right. So that also really feels to me like either Nora Ephron has done that mm-hmm. or she has close friends that have. For sure. Um, yep. So one of the uh, so I, I usually make a reading list for myself at the beginning of every year. And for some reason, I'm walking through the bookstore and I picked up Nora Ephron's I Feel Bad About My Neck. Have you ever read this? Oh, yeah. Um, So it's just a collection of essays that Nora Ephron wrote. Um, It's one of these books that Jessica has to tell me to stop reading at night because I'm shaking the bed because I'm laughing (laughs) so hard. It is so good. (laughs) Yeah. And it's about her life as kind of an aging person, an aging woman in kind of one of these impossible apartment complexes in in Manhattan um, that no one except for super rich people live in. And that that kind of story, sending yourself flowers, seems like it's yeah. something Nora Ephron did. Yeah. Hmm. Um, because she's just, she does that kind of thing. If she has this one chapter about purses, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm, I've never carried a purse. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wish there was a whole movie about purses or yeah. yeah. Efron made. It's, so I, I just love that I can tell these are true to life stories yeah. punched up yeah. because she's a good writer. Um, and I think Carrie Fisher gets some of the best of that stuff. For sure. And I had to know mm. that the, the, I feel like, and it, it makes me sound a little bit like, you know, the movies these days are so bad, but like, like they don't make <laughs> movies Jack's like this language. anymore. So. Right. Like, like yep, the, right. With, with women that are like so smart, so funny, they're interested in men and, and finding a love interest, but that's not really their whole, mm-hmm. you know, personhood. And it's just, I really feel like these kind of characters are not on screen that much anymore. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe on TV, but, but not in movies. Definitely not in romantic comedies. Uh Uh-uh. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if that apartment that Carrie Fisher and Bruno Kirby are in is actually her apartment, if she's financing that, right? Right, yeah. Her character seems, like, more accomplished than Bruno Kirby, right? And he Mm -hmm. seems fine with that. But I I just like thinking about that. Like, Mm -hmm. no, she's... She's one of the greatest characters in really not only is. in this movie, but maybe in romantic comedies. Like yeah. maybe Rosie O'Donnell in Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, is now good. we're getting it's down up to there. it. But um, she, Ooh, Carrie Cage Fisher match so Rosie good. O'Donnell versus Carrie I Fisher. I love Rosie O'Donnell in Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> Me too. Yep. She's yep. like mm-hmm. my Rick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, see, my- maybe my, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I love, I love the line that you can barely hear when she breaks up with Joe. Um, Meg Ryan, and like she just says, Joe's available. Joe and I broke up. What? When? Monday. You waited three days to tell Joe's us? available? Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. that yeah. little yeah. delivery that you yeah. we rewound it again, and you can barely hear it. Joe's available? Yeah, and when she look, turns the corner down, and she's like, married. 
He yeah. puts it back in the Rolodex. Just she doesn't throw it away. She yeah. just turns the little corner or like um <laughs> oh, I my red pump. Yeah, I've, been, oh, I've, been oh, I've been looking for, for a, a red, red suede, suede pump. pump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um something about the writing also that I think kind of plays into this is you never hear about anything other than relationships. Yes. So like you know, like I, I think I was hearing Rob Reiner talk about this is he was like, there was no subplot to this movie. And no. I think that's mm-hmm. part of why it's so stinking tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never really hear what they do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like you sort of know what they do, but they never talk about it. They never sit around and talk. They just purely talk about relationships. Yep. It's I think so that's good. how they were able to get it so tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really, it, that also doesn't feel annoying. No. Where you're like, don't you guys ever talk about anything else? Because you assume they do. We're just not seeing those parts of their lives. We're just seeing well, that we, well, we get, what is it, 20 years of their lives, 15 and years. And again, like the setting and everything tells you they're, they have other interests. So like they're right. at the sharper image, sure. you know, together. Right. They're, they're walking together. They're at a museum. They're at a baseball game. Like they're always doing something that you Perfect. actually do with your mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they have they have shelves practice. The, right they have shelves mm-hmm. full of books you see him reading Stephen King and Robert yeah. Ludlum right like he's well he actually only reads the last page yeah. of those yeah. but yeah <laughs> still it's he's he's a reader at least that they yeah. you're right they have no, no, other no, lives and other habits I think mm-hmm. he reads the whole thing I, I I inferred that he reads the whole thing he just wants to know how it ends in case he dies right. before That's he finishes true. it you're right is that he does say yeah. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I wouldn't do that, but I kind of get that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I kind of get that. (laughs) Just in case. Yeah. It's just the writing is so perfect. The cast Mm -hmm. is so perfect. I think like each, I I wrote this down in my notes, everybody, everybody that's in it brings something to the table. Mm -hmm. So it's not like somebody is reading lines. It's like, um, I mean, they're like, uh, um, I think Meg Ryan was like, oh, I could do that orgasm scene. Right, like, or maybe she suggested it or something like that. I don't know. Like, I think Carrie Fisher's she did. Right? Didn't I? Yeah, think I think she, was she like, did I come up do with that. it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, like you were saying, Billy Crystal wrote a bunch of lines. Rob Reiner and and Nora Ephron, the way they work together. Carrie Fisher is an incredible writer. Barry Sonnenfeld mm-hmm. goes on to be an incredible director. Um, it's just like everybody. It's kind of like what we talked about on ET, where two people making their best work, like two geniuses. And it's like everybody in there is um, is contributing, Yep, mm-hmm. is innovating, is riffing off of each other. And it almost seems like they're even like, oh, I'm willing to let you have the best laugh. Or yeah. like, oh, that was a good line. I want to put that in there. And, you know, even though you wrote it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then they give each other credit for it too. Like I just think everything about the collaboration yeah. is so... Totally is, agree. Like, is is part of what makes it so good. It's not just mm-hmm. like one person's vision. Like you hear about movies like that where like you know somebody had every moment scripted out and mm-hmm. executed. Mm-hmm. And this is it. Just feels like they improvised for the whole time, basically. Yep. Yeah. One thing I wanted to get to, and it's not necessarily a piece of evidence or anything, but is you know the premise of the movie: if men and women can be friends or not. Mm. And All right, let's talk do about you, this. Yeah, and do you think they should have ended up together? Because so, yeah, okay. doesn't that defeat, you know, the purpose of the movie? If you, it's basically saying they can't be. Th- hmm. This is this is my stricken that I yeah. didn't strike at the beginning. Okay. Yeah, I thought it um, might be because 
I would love, you know, for heaven for some people is like pearly gates and golden streets. Mine is alternate movies that we never got to see. (laughs) Um, I would love to see when Harry met Sally and they decide that they can be friends at the end. Um, So what how it makes me feel at the end is oh i guess the billy crystal in the station wagon at the beginning was right all along you mm-hmm. can't yeah. actually be friends exactly um, that's like the message be, of the if movie if you're attracted basically. to someone yeah um mm-hmm. so part of i i love this movie but part of me is thinking will i vote no because i don't agree with the basic thesis of it which is how it, it feels very 80s to me right like no it's actually true we we mm-hmm. have to have sex and we have to get married and we have to be in love because men and women because men are from mars and women are from venus and they can't possibly ever just be friends and right i i, I don't i don't hate it in fact i kind of like the ending but i yeah. just wonder what it might have been like if they had followed through with what I thought they were going to follow through with the first time I, th- well, not the first time I saw it, but since, since then, which is yep. actually, no, you know what? Men and women can be friends and that's great. I, yeah, I feel the same way. Like I, I like the ending the way it is, but mm-hmm. I think it would have been, I think if it were made now, they probably wouldn't have ended up together. Right. Okay. Maybe that's it. Yeah. If it was going to be I'm, made Graylin, nowadays. Maybe I'm just too woke. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Way or, too woke. Or now we can say something like this ending's great because uh every single person is different. And sure. you know, we're not gonna make any generalizations about <laughs> men and women and if they can be friends. Yeah, yeah. right. So these what two a, people cannot be, be friends, <laughs> but two other people could be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Nothing like a totally general, non-specific ending to really drive it home. So I like the yeah, specific, like the, the specificity end of, that's the end of, of the Lost, ending. dude. Yeah, totally. Oh, don't. Oh, that's that's, that's the end that's, of Lost. That's See, a hard okay. place for me to go. I still think that we we it's like every symphony has to end on the one chord. Mm, you know, okay. it's like. Yeah. Mm. I, I mean, it's it's like and when it doesn't, you're kind of like, oh, man, you know, like I, I feel like conceptually you're mm-hmm. totally yes. right. This mm-hmm. should end like like and they could be like, we can be friends. And then they, they go off into the sunset friends. I mean, that's but but like conceptually, I get it. Shake hands. It's mm-hmm. super woke. Yeah. Let's yeah. be friends. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, their vignette but, at the end is just them talking about how they're friends. But 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 you could yeah. also argue that okay, that would be a woke ending. But the thing is, is we live in that world. We already know uh-huh. that this is fantasy. Yeah, that's you true. You know, and and like when right. you're wanting to be that's entertained, wh- you don't want reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You want yeah. that one chord. You yeah. want to mm-hmm. end up at home. You want to end up happy. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's. It's it's like in a lot of ways that's kind of like why we go to the movies like escape reality, mm-hmm. which is yeah. like the one chord usually is fleeting and maybe you get to for a second. Yeah, you know. And also, I never really read into the fact that that college and I actually I still don't really buy that 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 college guy was right 
Because I don't think it's saying that that men and women can't be friends. It's saying they really, really love each other. Sure. Like those two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Act, they're, they're not, it's not, he's not just having, having sex with her and ending up with her because he can't not be friends with her. It's because he fell in love with her. Right. That's true. And because she fell mm-hmm. in love with him. Like, I actually think it's not like you would pan back to, to college, um, college Harry. And he's like, he, he, he told you, he, you know, like, <laughs> I was right all along. Yeah. I told yeah. you, um, yeah, maybe maybe they could have had like they end up being he ends up being friends with Carrie Fisher and she ends up being friends with Bruno Kirby and like mm. see we have friends. Okay, sure. Yep. Yeah. I I just have this suspicion that in some trunk with a lot of Nora Ephron's notebooks in there, there's an ending where they don't end up well, together. Supposedly well, supposedly she that, didn't that, want him to end up together. Yeah, oh, that really? was the ori- yeah. you can see it. That mm-hmm. was the original yeah. ending. Oh, I think okay. they filmed the original ending. No at way! The, oh, at heaven. the um, New mm-hmm. Year's Eve party, yeah. and they don't okay. end up together. Yeah, I think that was what she originally to watch wanted. But I don't. That would I don't be know. amazing. Yeah, but I'm they sure obviously were like, "No, you can't do that." <laughs> okay, and maybe that was the right call for reasons that we're talking about, right? Like, this is mm-hmm. a fantasy. It's a romantic comedy. Um, it actually would have mm. felt a little bit like, okay, that's the right thing, but it sure is boring or yeah. something at the end. Well, my um, mom and, so and I have, this is a whole separate movie, but my mom and, and or, um, you know, book as well, but little women, like mm-hmm. I believe that Joe and Lori should be together. And my mom's like, you're insane. Hmm. Like, yeah, sure. They sh- for sure should be. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just stupid that they're not together. <laughs> <laughs> and that he marries Lori or Amy. Right. So, like, I mean, the, give me a break. The, like, the, this is the just updated, the, la- the latest movie won me over because I oh. freaking love, what's her name? Amy in that movie. So oh, um, I can't remember Florence her name. Florence Pugh? Yeah, Florence Pugh is my favorite. So that well, I'm a big Timothee fan. So. Ooh. Okay, listen. I just want to say one love more thing him. about Carrie Fisher. Is that okay? So here's another yeah. book I read this, this year. Postcards mm. from the Edge, Carrie Fisher. And I just mm-hmm. looked up where when she wrote this. She wrote this right before um, When Harry Met Sally, 87. This book is about her drug addictions and her drug oh, issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that escalates her even more in my mind that mm-hmm. she is not she has not been defeated by that drug addiction stuff that happened during star Wars that continued throughout her whole life, she's still able to, she was not, you know, derailed by that. She's working on it. She's working and she, and she puts out this amazing performance. I mean, yeah. RIP. She's amazing. Like she wasn't like Harrison Ford's going to get this and not me. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford gets to move on from star Wars. I'm going to also, and she, and she does it. It's amazing. I can't remember mm-hmm. which one I read. It was either The Princess Diarist or Wishful Drinking. There were two mm-hmm. that's like her later memoirs. And boy, Harrison Ford does not come out looking good on no, those. No, I know. Really bad. Ooh. Sorry, buddy. But yeah. he's, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, big time. Oh, crud. I haven't read those. No idea. I, I don't know if you, like, is a Star no, I Wars won't. fan? I won't. They kind of, it's not great. Like, it kind of ruins it a little bit. Oh, if you no, read the behind that's the scenes. Thanks. Actually, well, I 
you know, I just in general think everybody's a jerk. Oh yeah, behind closed totally. doors right. and on oh, movie sets and stuff. So I it mean, doesn't usually ruin stuff for me. I'm usually yeah. like, yeah, figures. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm, definitely. It's like that's true. Every, every restaurant I go to is owned by a monster. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like oh, the I know. CEO is a monster, so, but I still have to eat. Um, I can't. So, I, now I'm wondering if I said this last time, but Steve Martin is the only celebrity I hope that that never happens to. Like I never find out oh, that they're a jerk in real life. No. I'm, you know, I'm just. I won't say anything then. Oh no! I have friends. I, I have friends. <laughs> yeah. I've heard I'm through the grapevine. Well, see, this this is why I'm so scared because I probably I know he probably is a huge jerk. I mean, like, how can he not be? Right. It's yeah, it's it, th- this kind of like separating okay. the person from the art is uh, hard. It's sure. very hard. It's impossible. And I I think I had an so can I just share an epiphany with you? I had a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I was watching. Um, I can't even remember what it was. Oh, I remember the usual suspects right mm. after all the Kevin Spacey stuff was happening. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can I even watch this? One of my favorite movies. Can I watch this movie anymore? I watched it, really enjoyed it and felt guilty. And then the credits roll and there are thousands of people involved yeah. in that movie. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I can't, I can't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Yeah. This is me and Michael Jackson. Okay, yeah. Michael Jackson's music. So many people that mm-hmm. were involved in this, not just the one guy. Mm-hmm. And so that I don't know if that it helped me. I don't know it if does. that's the right terminology. It informed yeah. the way I watch some of these complicated humans in pieces of art that I love. Yeah. Cause I just remember actually, even though he's a big ego and he's like a star. That kind of sucks. There's thousands of other people that are working just as hard as him that I can enjoy right. this movie because they made it too. Right. Right. That's a really so good. I way still to love Star it. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. I still love Father hey. of the Bride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> let me. I, I need to mention two real quick things. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite. One of my favorite things that happens in like a movie or a show is when somebody sings badly. Mm. Oh yeah. So I just need to give a, a massive shout out to one of the worst singing moments ever. <laughs> I, I love Meg Ryan when she sings in Me too. And, and and she's singing bad on purpose. The wheels are yellow, the upholstered brown, the dashboard genuine leather, with eyeglass curtains that will roll. What? It's my voice, isn't it? I hate my voice. But Is like she, how I she's trying to figure it out. Well, she's got just kind of like that nasally voice and just keeps going. You know yeah. what I mean? Harses, 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 harses. Yep, she, because she's listening to that song before she clicks over. The clarinet. The clarinet. Goes doodly Oh, man, that's great. So many good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite um, bad singing uh, mm-hmm. And then, can I just mention a favorite outfit real quick? Oh, yeah. Oh, please. Okay, dude. Uh, like, y- you know, I've talked about Brand on Goonies when he, like, puts his, his hand across the book when he's opening it upstairs. Like, all these, like, little things, right? Like, the pizza and Deep Impact. Like, the little that sweater pizza. in Independence Day. Yeah. Hey, there, little the one, the the one that sticks out, I, when I was listening to your Fugitive episode, it was like, oh, my God, no one's ever, like, verbalized it but the eggs mm-hmm. that egg the, egg, the, egg. the scrambled eggs and mm-hmm. my brother and i have been obsessed with those eggs 
our whole lives and we have no idea why awesome. there's just something about it and so when i was yeah, listening I to that episode it was like oh. <laughs> anyway go ahead no one's ever quoted me back to, to me, me before, before. <laughs> nobody has ever quoted me back to me before so what is it in this movie anthony for you what's the tr- what's the trigger okay i just love um jess when when they're hosting that party they you know Baby mm-hmm. fish mouth. That's not a saying. Oh, but baby fish mouth is sweeping the nation. Okay, so there's this conversation between Jess, Br- Bruno Kirby, and I can't remember who else. Oh, uh, and it's Meg Ryan's, like, you know, boyfriend, boyfriend. du jour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, his, her Joe rebound dude, transition yeah. guy. Um, And he's wearing this just, like, flowy 80s purple sort mm. of, like, jacket. He's got his cool glasses on. And he looks mm-hmm. like the most relaxed, like, oh, get some more wine, you know, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, have all you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's in the den. Look, uh, Julian, help yourself. Have some uh, more wine, whatever you like, okay? I like saying it's in the den. It's got a nice ring to it. He looks like the most relaxed, comfortable <laughs> in his own skin person I've ever seen anywhere. And That's like, incredible. I, just, I love that shirt. I, I love would never have picked that out uh-uh. of all the outfits. I, I, I in a million years, yeah. I never would have picked that. Yeah. That's incredible. I love the vibe there. Makes yep. me so happy. Like, I think about it daily almost for years. Wow. I want to be that relaxed. I love it. I I really love, um, I, I it's weird because I don't love it. I obviously would never wear it. But the, the outfit she wears in the very beginning is so insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The knee socks Wait, hold on. and those the, the shorts. super high shorts. Yes, they come up to, I mean, it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then the knee socks with it and the cardigan. Yeah. It's so. It almost, it almost has like a, uh, a, maybe a Boy Scout, Girl Scout vibe. Like the yeah. khaki sure. shorts that go up super high, tucked mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the Farrah yep. Fawcett hair. Yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. Love it. I, I mean, her hair really goes through it in this movie. I, I, how many looks does she have? A dozen? A lot. And they're all, I, I really think they're all great. We there, need, to, some, we need sometimes the crimped, right? The, I don't, sometimes I don't like love the section. Cut. I don't love the section um, where she has the straight hair on the yeah, plane. That's what I don't I was like saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. I don't like that. Not good. Which is odd because he says, did you look this good? When oh, we I know. From, from Chicago to New York. And she says, no. Doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think she's quite proud of how she's yeah. developed in her yeah. look by, at that point. You're going to be a gymnast, a journalist. That's what I said. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can I just tell you guys that last night I ate a, a When Harry Met Sally connected meal that I oh, made yeah. without thinking that I was going to do this. I made a paprikash last night. For real? <laughs> I didn't pepper really? It. Yeah. I just, wow. w- I was thinking, man, I should get back to my my Hungarian roots a little bit, make a What exactly paprikash. is that? It's like a chicken stew. Paprikash. There's a lot of paprika in it. It's like a red. There's Mm -hmm. usually meat in it. We had chicken in it, carrots, root vegetables, things like that. It's a stew, um, but it's a a paprikash. And then I and then I watched it this morning, and I was like, Hey, hey, paprikash, dude, that looks Uh, so good. It almost looks like a curry in the pictures I'm looking at. Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a Eastern European curry. Wow, it's good. Mm. Yeah, yummy. You Mm -hmm. didn't think of that at all. No, 
I forgot what? about. No, I for I I don't watch because you it's third on my list. You made yesterday. Oh, no, you were like, I'm just making paprikash, and I'm not going to think of when Harry met Sally at all. I have leftover paprikash. I can show you. It's in my fridge right now. It's quite delicious. Oh no, I oh I 100 percent believe yeah. it. I'm just saying. Oh, I how believe you made it. it. I just can't imagine like yeah, like not thinking yeah. about the movie while you're. I swear making. to you, Scout's Honor. It was unre unrelated okay, to when Harry want, met Sally. You need to swear dot, dot, dot. in those shorts that. Um, that Sally was wearing <laughs> those shorts and knee high socks that it was a unrelated paprikash. Wow. All right. Okay. That, that uh, of course we could keep talking, but I've got a heart out in five mm -hmm. minutes. So we got to close this down. Unfortunately, this was so fun. Graylin. Very fun. Thank you for having me on. This is great. Oh, no problem. Mm -hmm. um, listeners. Now it's up to you. Follow us on Instagram. That's the best place to go. Follow us on Instagram at Two Gomers. That's where we have. That's where we're going to put up our survey about whether When Harry Met Sally dot 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 is a perfect movie. You vote. We count. In two weeks, we come back and let you know. Did it get on the flash drive? Is it a perfect movie? Wanted to say thank you to our webmaster Adam, Jason for our graphics, Davis for our music, Annie for our social media. Graylin for guesting. Graylin, where can they find you on Instagram? At Graylin S. Porter. Sweet. G-R-A-Y-L-I-N mm -hmm. S. Porter. Graylin awesome. Porter, if you will. Graylin's Sporter. Porter. <laughs> <laughs> um, our next movie, if you can believe this, we're in the Christmas, we're in December already. Mm -hmm. Anthony's Choice. We got some hook going on. Oh my hook, gosh. baby. Hook Graylin. What do you think oh of Hook? Oh my god. Oh, I watch Hook every year. I love it. Mm. Do I you like love Hook? Oh, I love Hook. It, okay. It's you, Peter. It is you, Peter. It is Mary you, Peter. It's my favorite. Oh, I'm sure we're gonna talk about that child. I used to do that to my the, when the babies were little and they had like those cheeks. That was, oh, you know, yeah. 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 Um, oh gosh, I love it. In closing, I thought I thought of I thought of this. Mulan. Mulan is the perfect example of a musical that works because of how quickly the plot is told within song. And then they ruin it by taking yeah. songs out in the live action. I've never Boring, seen it. I've long, never seen Mulan. Doesn't make any sense. Animated or live. Mulan is so. a, it's just far superior as a musical. Okay. That's my closing argument about I will musicals. say I don't feel that way about Disney movies that are musicals. Okay, there we yep, go. Yep, totally. You. Frozen 2, yeah. incredible. Yeah. Just imagine if there were no songs in Frozen 2, just the exposition yep. that would have to happen. You're right. Instead yeah. of songs. Right. I agree on that. Yeah. Okay, great. Everyone's in agreement. Right. I'm right about movie musicals. Every single one, including non-Disney ones, are great. All right. Thanks, everybody. Great app. <laughs> Super fun, man. Bye. Thanks, Graylin. All right. Well, oh, and okay. happy watching Hook. Hook.